Well, welcome to Better Life Church online. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us this weekend. I'm telling you what, we have a, a very special weekend for you guys planned, especially for dads. Happy Father's Day. I mean, today is one of my favorite subjects. I look forward to this time of the year just to talk to dads about being a dad and stuff like that. But I'm telling you what, we've had a, a great giveaway we have for you all, and we can't wait to see what the Lord's going to do this week. And dads, thanks so much for tuning in and hanging with us right now. And, and for some reason, dad's running around or getting his cup of coffee, man, tell him to come into the living room or tell him to watch this or take your phone to him because I got a message for dads today. And I'm really, really, really excited about this No Ordinary Family series. I, I hope it's been a good series for you. Hope the Lord's used it to speak into your life. I know we talked about parenting. If we're going to raise up world changers, let's point them to the one that changed the world. We talked about last week about a strong marriage that if you want a strong family, it begins with a strong marriage. And today I wanna to talk to the dads. Today I wanna to talk specifically to the dads. And really quick, just real quick, in case you're going on vacation out of town, next Sunday we have something so special. I mean, we've never done it like this before. I'm really super excited about next Sunday. You don't wanna miss it. If you're gonna be gone, you're gonna be on vacation, you miss it live, please get the rebroadcast of it, download it, check it out. Go to our website, get the app, because we got a very special message next week. I'm telling you what, it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait for you to check it out. But today is Father's Day. We're gonna talk about dads. Now, of all the titles that I have, I have the title of a pastor, I have a title of a husband, I have a title I'm a Christian, I have a title that I'm a friend, but the one the greatest, if not the greatest title I have is dad. I love being a dad. I mean, it's, it's one of the greatest joys of my life. Um, I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. My wife, she says she's too old. If she wasn't, she thinks she is, but she's not. I'd have another one, man. I know what I'm saying. I love being a dad. That would be five, by the way. But we're, we're, we love four. We're good with four. And uh, we're getting a, um, a dog. So a dog's coming. So I guess we're having five in the family. Pray for us. That's never happened in our family. Never say never. Let me just say that. My wife, when we got married in August, we've been married 20, yeah, 21 years. I better make sure I get that right. She told me before, we're never gonna get a dog, an inside dog. You can have outside, she loves dogs, she loves animals, but not a dog. I have too much to take care of and don't have time to take care of it, all this stuff. And uh, over the, the quarantine and the break, we watched this uh, mo movie called Togo and about a dog and we all cried. It goes, let's get a dog. And we teamed up on her and uh, we're getting a dog. So anyway, pray for us, pray for your pastor and hopefully we'll be adjusted before August the 2nd, before we get back in the building, into the house. But anyway, I love being a dad. And every single day of my life, I do everything I can to impact my children. Whether I'm gonna make them laugh, you know, whether we goof off with my son Logan, we're gonna, step, we're gonna play some Fortnite together because we love playing that, that's what we do. Or maybe it's my son Jake, he wants to show me tricks on his skateboard or say, Dad, watching him play theme songs. He still amazes me how he just plays all kinds of theme songs on the piano. Or maybe my son Caleb, who longboards, or now he's driving. So, Dad, take me driving. Let's go driving. And I still need to teach him how to parallel park, but that's coming up uh, very well soon. I'm always trying to point him, or if it's with my princess. Oh, that's right, my princess Sadie. We dance all the time. We, we, we goof off all the time, we sing all the time, and whatever she wants to do, we do it because she's the princess, and you do what the princess does. So I love every day trying to impact my children because the reality is I only have a little bit of time with them, a little bit of time with them. You ever thought about it? Like you only have 52 weeks for your nine-year-old to stay nine. You better enjoy that time because time flies. It goes by so fast, and I'm gonna do everything I can to impact my children. But let's face it, dads, a lot of times we get distracted. A lot of times we get busy. 
A lot of times we have things that just come upon us and, and work and related and stress and finances and, and leading and all this stuff and we just get tired and, and we say the things, someday, son, I'll, I'll take you. Some, someday I'll come out and watch you do your tricks. Someday I, I, I don't have time to listen to that right now. Someday we, we will and what happens, someday passes away and our children grow up and they go on and we're like, what happened? Just the other day they were so small and now they're gone. If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about, right? They grow up so fast. So we gotta figure out what do we do? How do we fix this? How do we slow down? Because the reality is sometimes we get distracted because we're sacrificing our family to try to climb up the corporate ladder. Now you have ambitions, you have goals, you have dreams, but at what cost to sacrifice our family for this short amount of time that we have with them? And we get pulled in so many directions. Maybe it's with work or with finances or, or, or whatever uh, that may be in your life. And I know that, that that's tough. We just don't have time. But then sometimes, Dad, you do have times. But the enemy's lied to you. And you begin to believe these lies that, one, that I'm not good enough, that I'll never be a good dad. I've already made up, messed up and made mistakes. Or my kids are already out of the house. There's no way I can go back now and be the dad that they want me to do, they want me to be. From everything I've, had, I've read, I only have, 16, I only have a 16-year-old and, and below, but I, I, what I've heard is you never stop parenting your child, right? I mean, the whole goal is that someday you hope they grow up and by the age 40, they get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, they finally, they got some wings, they flew, right? And, and so you never stop. It's never too late to start being a dad. Please let that sink in because I know what happens on Father's Day. Some of you, you had great dads. Dad was your hero, Dad, dad was there for you. You have a great dad. You want to be like your dad. You want to still be like your dad. Some of you, you have an absent dad. You had an absent father. Dad wasn't there for you. You never really knew your dad. And now you kind of now have dad issues. Listen, I see it all, all the time. Some of your dad was there, but he wasn't there. Dad was home, but he wasn't there. He wasn't there present with you because he was always chasing something, doing something, didn't have time for something. And I know this is not a sermon for you to look back and go, man, I'm just gonna beat myself up. No, no, you know here at Better Life Church, right? You can't go back and change the past. But you could do something today about it. Today, start being the dad that you've always wanted to be. You can do this. I promise you, you can be the best dad that you've always wanted to be. We just have to make some choices. We have to do some changing, but we also have to start believing truth over the lies. Like, my dad was always that way. So I guess I'm just gonna be like my dad. I've heard that all the time. My dad did it, my grandpa did it, that's just how I am. No, you can break the generational curse. You can start over, you can be the dad that you've always wanted to be. It doesn't have to be like it, but you have to make some changes and honestly, you're gonna have to make some choices. Now, there's a famous verse, Joshua chapter 24. If you have your Bibles, go with me or you can grab your phone. Go to Joshua chapter 24. And in Joshua chapter 20, there's a famous, famous verse if you've been around church before, I know you've heard this verse. You may not know exactly where it's at in the Bible, but you heard it. If you've been to a Christian bookstore, I don't even know if there's any Christian bookstores that are still around. I think everything's online now, but I think they've shut them on down. But if you've been to a Christian bookstore, you've seen this hanging up for sale. If you've been to a house, there's probably you're probably watching this. You have this hanging up in your house, this Bible verse. It's picture frame hanging on the wall. And it's Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. But before we get to that verse, I'm gonna share with you leading up to that, what Joshua said. Now, to put this in context, you remember what happened? Moses died and Joshua took over. Are you kidding me? How do you, how do you, how's that a successor, right? You take over Moses' leadership. What? 
So now you're Joshua, you're leading the, the tribe of Israel, you're leading the men and the women of God, you're leading them to the promised land. You know, you've got all the pressure of leading, you got all the eyes are on you, you're the one that hears from God, you're the one that leads us, you're the one that directs us where we're going. Now imagine that. Imagine the pressure that was on Joshua to be the leader of God, but watch this, but also to be the leader of his family but also to be able to take time for his family. When you're trying to relocate two million people to a promised land and the greatest leader in the Old Testament that we know passes away and you take his position, you fill his shoes, you, you, you got some pressure. You've got some weight on you. But Joshua, I want you to hear what takes place. Here we go, Joshua 24, verse one. Then Joshua assembled all the tribes of Israel at Shechem, he summoned the elders, the leaders, the judges, the officials of Israel, and he presented themselves before the Lord. Joshua, verse two, said to all the people, and we're gonna skip down now to verse 14. He says a bunch right here, but here's on the focus in verse 14. Now, fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods of your forefathers, worship beyond the river and in Egypt, because they worshiped false gods there and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself. There's choices and changes, dads, we gotta make. Choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods of your forefathers serve beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites who's in the land you're in right now, whose land you are living in. Then here it is, here's the big famous Joshua 24, verse 15, again, you probably have heard this. You, I know you've probably seen this, but listen to what it says. Joshua says, but for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. What a great, powerful statement. He stands up in front of all the leaders, the judges, and all the elders and the officials, and he makes this says, he says, listen, you guys have gone astray. Some of you are still worshiping the gods that they worshiped in Egypt. Some of you turned to the culture gods of Amorites, and you're worshiping those gods today. You are distracted. You're pursuing something that's not of God in your life, or you think they're, they're okay, but they're really not. But for me, I'm gonna serve the Lord. But for me and my household and my family, we are going to serve the Lord. Now, here's what I know. I want to be a great dad. I know deep down inside, dads, listen, this is, dad, this is dad's message. And listen, if you're not a dad yet, uh, th this is a message for you. I want you to really just dive into this as well. But listen, I, I've always, I couldn't wait to be a dad. Even before I got married, I said, Somebody, I can't wait to be a dad. I, I mean, even when I got married, I said, honey, you ready? Listen, I want to be a dad. I could not wait. I want to be a dad. And listen, and I know you want to be a great dad too. Down deep inside of you, you want to be a great dad. I want to have a family that changes my family tree. I want them to look back on the family tree. Man, what a, what a, what a powerful move of God happened. It started right there. I want to be the one to do that. And may it start with you. It may start with me, but it's never too late for that change to come about because here's the good news. You can start today. And you can start over. You can have a fresh start in your life. But we got to make some choices. And we have to choose correctly. Don't miss what he says. Choose for yourself. Did you see that? Which means this. You must choose for yourself not to be an ordinary dad. I don't want to be an ordinary dad. 
I don't want to be ordinary. I want to be extraordinary. I want to be different. I want to be, I want to be a different dad. I don't want to be an absent dad. I don't want to be a dad that pursues all the, all the accolades and, and all the prestige stuff and, and go off to the right to lose my family. I don't want to be ordinary. I want to be different. I want to say, no, dad was at home. No, dad came to the ball games. No, dad was there for me. No, dad never left me. No, dad had grace. No, dad gave me mercy. No, dad showed me the way. I want to be, I don't want to be my kid's hero. I do deep down inside, but the reality, I will never be their hero. Jesus is their hero. And dads, we got to point our kids to Jesus. They're their hero. But I want to be the one to have a legacy. He says, you know, let me tell you something about my dad. He was always there for me. He's always loving on me. He always showed me mercy. He always showed me grace. He always spoke wisdom into my life. I want to be a great, great dad. And here's the thing. Here's it. Watch this. It's your choice. You get to choose that. Choose for yourself. No one can force you to be a great dad. No one can make you be a great dad. The enemy wants to lie to you going, there's no way you can do it. You've already messed up. You've already, you, you know, you've already did things wrong. You, you, you know, maybe for some of you, you're, you're, you're blended family. Um, you, you went through divorce or maybe now you got a stepdad and you're a stepdad and you're trying to be a dad to your stepchildren and, and, and how all that works out. Listen, today you can choose. Today I'm going to be a good dad. Today I'm going to be a great dad. Today, I'm going to do it. And even though I can't be forced on for somebody else, I'm going to choose to do that today. So dads, listen, you have to make a conscious choice. I'm tired of believing the lies. I'm tired of saying I never will or I can't. I'm tired of chasing things. Watch this. That will fade away and miss the most important things right in front of you, and that is your family. It's never too late. For some of you right now, you're saying it's too late. My kids are older. They're gone. They're out of the house. You know, maybe for you, you need to pick the phone up and you need to call them and you need to apologize and you need to say, I just want to let you know that I'm sorry and you fill in the blank that I wasn't there for you. I'm sorry that I verbally abused you. I'm sorry that I used to abuse you. I'm sorry that, and you apologize and said, I know that, you know, I've been out of your life or whatever it may be, but today's a new day and I know that I don't really know how to be a dad and, and I haven't been there for you, but listen, today I'm gonna to start to commit. They may, not, they may think it's too late, you show them Jesus. It may take time, you show them Jesus. Start over. Right now, some of your kids are young, and right now you have opportunities. You know what, no, no, I'm gonna change before it gets too late. I'm gonna change before I think it gets too late. Don't miss what he says. You must choose for yourself. And dad, the greatest choice you can make right now is, you know what, I'm gonna be a great dad. I'm gonna be a dad that points my kid to Jesus. I'm gonna be a dad that shows my kids Jesus. But what do I choose? What do you mean I need to choose for myself? Hang tight, we'll get that just in a moment. I want you to sense the urgency though that Joshua has right here. Look what it says. You must choose for yourself this day. This day, not tomorrow, this day. Someday I'll be a good dad. Someday I'll take you to the game. Someday I'll go with you to the sport. Someday I'll, I'll come. Someday we'll go there. Someday I'll start hanging out with you. Someday, daddy's just got to work right now. We're just in a season. It's just a season. You're always in a season. There's always seasons. You got to choose this day, right now. You get a mulligan, dad. You get a do-over. You can start over right now. So I'm going to choose today. I'm not going to sit around and think about it. Well, you know what? That's a good message. I'm going to think about it this week. And maybe, you know, maybe whenever uh, I retire, maybe when I get a new job, maybe when we move, maybe when things settle down at work, maybe when I, and you fill in the blank, I'll start being, no, no, today, dad, today. Choose today to be a great dad. I don't want to be ordinary. 
I don't want to be an ordinary dad. I want to be a dad that makes an impact in his children's life. I want to be a dad that makes an impact in his children's children's children. You can be that dad. And you get to start today. Choose today to do that. Because dad, let me tell you something. You can't change the past. You can't change it. But you also can't control the future. But you can make a difference today. One day at a time. And maybe the first thing is to pick up the phone and say, I'm sorry. Maybe the first thing is to look at your wife and say, I'm sorry, I've been absent. I'm gonna be the dad that I've always wanted to be. It's in me. I know it's in me. I can't blame my past. I can't blame my family tree. I can't blame my DNA. I can't blame it. You know, it's been in my family. No, no, I'm breaking the generational curse. Today's gonna be a new day. I will be the dad that I've always deep down wanted and that I want to be. You can do it. I know you can do it. You just have to believe. But what do I need to choose. He says this, you must choose for yourself this day, this is big, whom you will serve. Dad, who are you going to serve? Everybody serves something. Do you know that? Everybody serves something. You're like, I don't know. I'm not, you, everybody serves. You're serving your employer. You serve something. There's always a master over you. Maybe it's the master of, of this facade and dream that you have of finances, and if you just reach this point, and, and now that goal has now become a master over you, and you serve it. Maybe it's the accolades and the prestige and what people think about you, and you got to have people say that stuff to you so that, that you're, now you're a servant to that, and you live for people to affirm you because you don't know how God has affirmed you. What is it for you? Who do you serve? You serve something. Everyone serves something. Everyone serves something. Dads, what will you choose today to serve? This big pie in the sky, climbing the corporate ladder. I'm gonna serve the generational curse of lies. I'll just never be a good dad. And my dad was this way. My grandpa was this way. And it's just in the family. It's how it's always been. Are you gonna believe the lies? Well, I'm just not a, a, a emotional guy and I just don't like, uh, I don't like talk a lot and so I don't wanna like share my feelings. And you wanna hide behind that? Don't hide behind it no more. Swallow the pride, break the heart and say, today I'm gonna serve. I'm already serving something, but today I am going to serve. What are you gonna serve? Joshua says this in Joshua 24 verse 14. Look what he says. Now fear the Lord and serve him with all of your faithfulness, with all of your heart, serve him. You know what an extraordinary dad looks like? I mean, we can have all these pictures and we could go on in the whole list, right? On and on and on. Let me tell you what it looks like. One looks like fear the Lord. Dad, you know what you need to do the first thing? You need to fear the Lord. And I don't mean fear like I gotta be scared of God and the big man upstairs has his belt and he's gonna, you know, give me a good old whooping. If you know what I'm talking about, right? You're East Kentucky, you know what a whooping is, right? There's different a whipping and a whooping. You know what I'm talking about. When you go break your own switch, I'm preaching to somebody right now. I was that kid. Go break your own switch, you're getting a whooping. And you think God is like the big man upstairs. That's how you record it. The big guy in the sky just waiting for me. See, that's probably how you saw your dad. Because the reality is a lot of times, dads, how we perceive our earthly dad is how we have pushed that perception to our heavenly dad. Let me tell you something about your heavenly father. He loves you. 
He will forgive you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Your real dad may have forsaken you. Your real dad may have left you. But your heavenly father will never leave you. And he wants you to fear him. Now, what do you mean by fear him? To be in reverence, to be in awe. I can't believe you love me. I can't believe you forgive me. I can't believe that God today, you're going to give me a second chance to start over. I can't believe I can, I can't change the past, but I could go back and, and repent of my sin and repent of my absence and ask my children to forgive me. And maybe before he calls me home, I can build that relationship back. Maybe before those grandkids, I can build that relationship back. Start today, dad, you could do this. But it starts with fear of the Lord. It starts with a reverence of him. And listen to me, dad, you will not have a reverence for the Lord until you give your life to him. That every sin you've ever committed, that every sin that you will commit, he will forgive you. Are you kidding me? Who would neglect that salvation? That's why the Bible says, today is the day of salvation. Don't say, well, someday I'll get saved. Someday I'll give my life to Jesus. Someday when my kids go, someday when I get back, things work. when things slow down, I, I will, no, today is the day, Dad, today, to give your life to Jesus, today. But here's the second thing. He says, fear the Lord and serve Him. Dad, you know what you need to do? You need to serve the Lord. Now, what does that look like? You're like, well, I'm a pop fitter. I'm a construction worker. I'm a teacher. I'm a coach. We mean serve the Lord because when you think of serving the Lord, you think of ministry, right? You think of, well, I mean, that's what, like a Sunday school teacher, a deacon or an elder or, or a pastor. What do you mean by serve the Lord? Does that mean I go and, and on a mission trip? What do you mean by serve the Lord? Here's what I mean by serve the Lord. It means you love Jesus. You listen to Jesus. You obey Jesus. That's what serving looks like, Dad. I'm going to listen. I'm obeying all because I love him. If you're not obeying Jesus right now, not just dads, everybody watching, if you are having an obedience problem, because I mean, we know what, right? I mean, the Bible really is not hard to understand. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some passages you're like, what in the world does that mean? I, I get that. I, I don't even know. I don't have no clue. But the problem with a lot of times with the Bible is it's, Easy to hear, hard to apply. Go forgive the person who hurt you, Dad. Go forgive your dad. Go forgive the one who walked out on you. Go forgive the coworker who keeps kind of putting you down because they want your position. Ah, it's easy to understand that, right? But to go apply it. Dads, listen to me. Serve the Lord. Serve Him. Give your life to him and follow him. Because if you love him, you will obey him. This is the greatest thing, Dad, you could ever do is serve the Lord. Serve him. Because, Dad, listen, you're going to serve something. A paycheck, a status, a title, an accolade, what people think about you. You're going to serve something. And today you must choose who will you serve. And I want to implore you, please, Dad, begin to follow Jesus. Begin to serve Jesus. And you could fill in the blank. You know, I, I'm going to be absent from our families and to be absent from my family because I'm chasing you fill in the blank. What are you chasing after, Dad? Is it worth it? Count the cost. Is it worth it? 
I'm not going to be there for my children because fill in the blank. Is it worth it? Come on, dads, you can do this. Let's follow and serve Jesus. But there's something fascinating. If you, I don't know if you caught this in the text. It says, if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you. Did you see that? See, that's the problem with a lot of people. They think serving God is undesirable. I don't need to serve God. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he saved me or maybe he saved me. Thank you for going to heaven, but I don't need to serve him. Because for a lot of people, it seems undesirable. I just don't have time to show up and serve God. I don't have time to serve him at home. I don't have time to do this. I don't want to serve God because fill in the blank. I feel guilty. I feel dirty. I don't feel like I'm worthy enough. I don't, I don't know what to do. Fill in the blank. What's your excuse? What lie are you believing when it comes to serving God? Serving God doesn't sound like fun, Pastor. It just don't sound like fun, man. I just don't want to serve God. I mean, I don't want to. What's that mean? It means you listen to him and you obey him. Listen to his word and obey him. And here's the big thing a lot of dads say. Someday I'll start serving him. I hear it all times when parents, hey, when we have kids, we'll get in the church. <laughs> you need to get in church now before you have kids. I hear it all the time. Start serving God now. He says in verse 15, but for me, and dads, this is what I want you to get to. But for me, in my household, we will serve the Lord. That's your choice. You got to make that choice. And I'm telling you what, you show me a dad that loves Jesus, listens to Jesus, and obeys Jesus and serves Jesus, I'll show you a family that's following him. I'll show you a family that serves Jesus. See, a lot of times we don't, we don't, we don't think about the pressure dads go through. Dads are under a lot of pressure. You know, I'm not, I'm not a mom. I have a mom. I'm married to a woman who's a mom. But I don't understand a lot of things that a mom or, or women go through. But ladies, there's a lot of things you understand that a guy goes through. The pr pressure to perform, the pr pressure to provide, the pr pressure to, to not to show any weakness or signs of weakness, to climb that ladder, to compare to other guys at work and try to be the man. Let me tell you what, Dad, you wanna be the man, follow the man, his name is Jesus. And when you follow Jesus, I promise you, sir, your family will follow you. Because as you follow Jesus, they will follow after you. Because you will set the tone, you will set the direction, and you as kids will see it in you. And I know it's tough for some because you think, hey, you gotta be tough, man, you gotta be tough. You got Surrender your life to Jesus and follow him and be like Joshua. Joshua is one of the greatest leaders and warriors. And he says this, but for me and my house, nah, we will follow and serve the Lord. And dads, that's what I want for you. You can do this. Who will you choose today, dad? What are you gonna choose to follow? What are you gonna choose to serve? It's my prayer for you today. Today, you'll start serving Jesus. I'm gonna ask you would just to bow your heads just for a moment. Now I want you to hear me, dads. This message ain't here to beat you up. We're not here to beat nobody up. We're here to lift you up. We're here to let you know that you can do this. You can become. You can start now. You can start over. You can be the dad you've always wanted. You can be the dad you've, you've always desired to be. 
Yes, there's consequences to our actions. I get that. But today's a new day. Let's make it new. Let's start over. Because the greatest things you can do right now today, Dad, number one is give your life to Jesus. Quit putting it off right now. It's your choice if you choose. Right now, you can give your life to him by crying out to him. Jesus, I believe. I believe you came for me. I believe you died for me. And I believe you got up out of the grave for me. And today, I'm gonna choose to follow you. Today, I repent of my sin and I give my life to you. Now, help me be the man that you've called me to be. Help me be the dad that you've called me to be. You can do this. Now go show your kids Jesus. But they're adults now. It may take time to show them Jesus. But they're little kids. They don't see it. Oh, they'll see it. Show them Jesus. And be like Joshua. As of today, me and my family will serve the Lord. We'll be no servant to anything else but the Lord. And I want you to know something. Listen to me, dads. You have the power to change your family tree for generations to come and to come and to come. So listen to me. It's not just about today, dads. It's about your family tree. When they look back and say, you know what? It started with Papa Lucas. It started for Grandpa, whatever you fill in the blank. And that was a turning point where we broke the generational curse and God intervened and showed up. And look what he's done. What a mighty God we serve. Dad, I want that for you. So let's go. Let's be the dad that he's called us to be. Father, thank you so much. Thank you, God, that you forgive us. Thank you, God, that we get to start over. Thank you, God, even though we don't have a perfect uh, earthly father, we have a perfect heavenly father and our eyes should be on you. Father, I pray that you will remove the lies and the excuses that we have, that the idols that we chase, that we worship, that will be broken down. As Joshua said, if you're gonna serve the gods of Egypt or the God of the Amorites, listen, no, today you gotta make a choice. So you're gonna serve, what idols are you gonna go after? We're gonna serve the Lord. And our families are gonna serve the Lord. And God, I pray it starts right here with me. I pray it starts with every dad, for every dad soon to be dad. It starts with us, Lord, to see that generation to come. So Lord, I pray there's an extra grace and mercy on conversations that need to be had with family, with our spouse, with our children. I pray grace will be shown both ways. Not only will you give us grace and mercy, but for every person who's gonna hear the words, I'm sorry, forgive me, help me. I pray right now for every conversation that even right now, you already know what's about to happen. You know what conversation is gonna happen. That Lord, right now through your spirit, you would already begin to be moving and working in the hearts of children and families and moms and dads from conversations that are gonna be had because of today. And we're gonna give you all the glory and we're gonna give you all the praise for what you're gonna do. For it's in your son's name we ask and believe and declare in Jesus' name, amen. Wow, what an amazing message. I know as a dad, um, and I'm encouraged. Uh, I got, I've got i got four kids, and I know I, um, I'm not a perfect dad. There's times that I've blown it. There's times that I've messed up. 
But I would love what he said there that, um, you know, you can start over. You can, we can't ever go back, right? And, and regardless of, of, of where we are, we can't go back, but we can move forward. We can look ahead. And the best time, the best time to do that is when? Right now. Right now, yeah. today. Today, I think about when he said that, I thought about uh, Garth Brooks and what if tomorrow never comes, right? And, you know, I just thinking about that. I don't know if any, any country music fans, but uh, I just thought about that. And it's so true that today is the best time. And I've been so guilty of that myself of saying, well, tomorrow I'll do that or, or someday or, or when this season passes. And you know what? That, it just that never comes. So today is the best day to start it today. That's awesome. Something that really stood out to me, even though I'm not a dad, and the thought of being a dad may be scary for me, but just the, the thought that it's just one choice, the choice to serve the Lord can right. change the whole family tree. And speaking of that one choice, today if you decided to follow Jesus, we just want to jump alongside of you and encourage you That's during right. this time. Text LIFE to the number on the screen. And like I said, this is one choice that can change the whole family tree. It can change generations to come. That's right. That's right. Uh, so text LIFE uh, to that number. And like Jordan said, we just we just want to we want to celebrate with you. We want to come alongside of you. Uh, send you some resources to just help you start this journey. And there's several other next steps that can come out of this. Because like Adam said, today is the best day to start. That's right. And you may be following Jesus, but there might be something else that you... It's another next step that may have come up in your heart. And you can take a next step at betterlife.church slash next steps. Just because we know that following Jesus is a series of next That's steps. Right. That's continually right. growing. That's right. Salvation happens in an instant, but it will be walked out every day of the rest of your life. And so uh, one thing I just want to encourage you, I know as a dad, um, I'm always wanting to do things. My love language is, is acts of service. And so I'm always looking to do something for my family. Uh, but sometimes time is one of the most difficult things to, to invest, just not have an agenda and, and spend time with my family. And so one thing I love that we have done all throughout the series, and some of you probably already been taking advantage of this, but we've been publishing Family Nights content. And different ones on staff are writing articles. There's an amazing one uh, about how to how to show dads love in their love language. Maybe you know your dad's love language. Maybe you don't, but you can find that out uh, using that article. Uh, what's what's something else that's up there, Jordan? Another good one is backyard campouts. I think that's oh, coming out this camp. week. That's right. That's right. But it's just a lot of fun activities and ways to, I guess, have that family time and That's dedicate right. time specifically for that. That's right. And as dads, you know, I know a lot of times it's, it's sometimes hard to to kind of recreate the will or think of these amazing things, but there's so many great, there's something, there's one on there about taking a family hike, having a family meeting where you just get everybody on the same page. But uh, you can find all of that at betterlife.church slash family. And uh, you can also uh, text family to the same number, 606 268 9436 and we're gonna we'll text you reminders when new content gets published absolutely well guys it was awesome to uh come together today and like i said there's tons of next steps and if one next step you're wanting to take today is to support the ministry um, you can do so by giving by visiting betterlife.church give now these things sub help support things like the supply drive like the COVID care. It's just awesome that you guys get to partner alongside us to love on the community. 
That's right. And don't forget about the supply drive. Uh, go to the website, check that out. Both lists are there. Dads, don't forget to come by and get your uh, mug and your coupon for some Pops barbecue and all kinds of good stuff. And uh, we can't wait to see you in person as you come by and, and get this uh, this week. And then uh, for the supply drive on Thursday from 5 to 7 p.m. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for being here. And we will see you back right here next week. Thank you.